Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Today is only the fourth day of 2024, but I know there's going to be thousands of you out there who have made the commitment to doing, and I quote, dry January. But lads, if you like a few beers or a glass of vino, like I know a month can be a long, long time. Sometimes it's hard to make it all the way, but can it be used as more than an excuse for a month-long project? Maybe it can be a Kickstarter to a healthier, long-term relationship with alcohol. Well, joining me now to give us some tips on how to stick to the plan and, you know, maybe use it as a springboard to a healthier lifestyle is CEO of DrinkAware, Dervla O'Brien. Dervla, how are you? I'm great. Great to be here. It is great to have you here because I think there's so many people, especially coming into the first proper weekend now you know the celebrations are over that might be they might be struggling and I know that it was it this time last year that you did the drink aware barometer we do it every year oh you do it every year every year yeah so in we did it in August 2023 so um what that's telling us is that so many people want to drink less so that's like 36 percent of people have said they'd like to drink less that's a huge number it is and it's up significantly on 2020 in 2020, there was 24% of people said they'd like to drink less. And why do you think that's gone up so much? I think people are just so cognizant of the effects that it has and the benefits of not having it. And, you know, people are more health conscious. So you're, it's, people are certainly not alone if they're thinking about trying Jan, dry January. It's a really great way to start the year. And I think when you say, what was the percentage? 30? 36%. So they want to drink less. They want to drink less. Will 36% try to drink less? Well, more and more people, like one in four of those who want to drink less, feel that initiatives like dry January, sober October are ideal. Okay. It gives them, it gives them kind of, I suppose... Um, they don't have to justify it. Everybody's doing it. So it's a nice way to kind of test run. You're not judged. Exactly, exactly. And I think I was reading some of the other percentages as to why people want to drink less. And 63% talk about physical health. 45% mention their personal finances. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people spend a lot of money on nights out. You know, I mean, between alcohol, taxis, it all adds up. So It yeah. all adds up. Yeah. 31% saying they just want to do it for their mental health. And that's key. And that really, really is key because actually um, when we ask people one of the reasons why they drink, 55% of people said they drink to cope, which is quite concerning. Yeah, 55%? Absolutely, yeah. So you can imagine the effects on your mental well-being, anxiety, all that kind of thing. It all comes into play. it all comes into play. So what are the benefits? Let's talk about the benefits of taking on Dry January, just from a health perspective, physically and mentally. Sure. I mean, how long have we got? Because the benefits are enormous. And the thing is, these benefits can be seen quite quickly. So if you've even started dry January on the 1st of January, you're already seeing the benefits. So Within four days. Within four days. And it gets more intense and you'll see them more over time over the four weeks. Yeah, seriously. The first thing is you're going to look better. You're going to be better looking. No, no kidding. Your skin is better. You look fresher. You look younger. You look more rested. Take a photo. You'll see the difference. Wow. Yeah. So from vanity perspective, and let's just be honest, Seriously. it's a big reason why a lot <laughs> it of people really do is. it. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to sleep better. Even after four days to a week, you'll see that your sleep quality has improved and also the consistency of your sleep over time. That just gets better and better by the time you get to week four. 
That's really, and you know, you know yourself, if you get a good night's sleep, you feel you can manage your life a whole lot better. Obviously, Everything becomes easier. Sleep is, uh, you don't realise how important sleep is until you to, don't have exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Ask any parent of a newborn. Um, and then weight loss. You know, I know that's an obvious one. A lot of empty calories in alcohol, but also things like, you know, having a takeaway after the night out or the next day. So, you know, you'll get on top of all that. So that's really, really, people huge, huge, lose a huge amount of weight in January just from alcohol alone, apart from all the other health initiatives that they'll take. And then, you know, you're going to have better mood um, overall. You're going to feel so much better in yourself. And that, again, gets steadier and more intense and more kind of calm as the month goes on. And that's because the effect between alcohol and anxiety is huge. Alcohol has an effect on your cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. So even though people cite that they drink alcohol to cope or feel better or, you know, reduce anxiety, what happens is it does that temporarily whilst you're consuming it. And as soon as the effects of alcohol wears off, anxiety levels shoot through the roof. So even moderate drinkers... As what some people would call the fear. Yes, the fear. Yes, exactly. And even moderate drinkers, you know... When they're not drinking, their overall stress levels are raised. So it, it really, really has a profound effect on your well-being and anxiety. And it's, it's funny because I think it, when we talk about well-being and anxiety, when I was younger and you would go on a night out and overindulge and maybe the next day was a little bit difficult. As I got older, mm-hmm. the next day turned into two to three days Exactly. time to recover and I mean that's you're coming into half a week or is it really worth it? Exactly because your baseline levels of, of the stress hormone cortisol are raised even when you're not drinking so oh. exactly you know so you can see so that's why if you give yourself four weeks it's enough of a gap to give your body a rest and for a you to reset. get that clarity exactly for a reset um, you'll have better mental focus and, cl- and, and, and clarity overall you'll be more productive I mean, a lot of people find that everything that they do just becomes better without alcohol. So you're going to work better. You might be a better athlete. It's not that you're not great, but you'll become better at whatever it is you, you're doing, you know. Um, you'll have more time, an awful lot more time, a lot more freedom, um, be it just even in terms of, you know, being able to drive everywhere, for instance. Um, you will find you have more time in your hands because you're not kind of lethargic you'll have more energy you know and you're more up for things so that's that's really and really your important. relationships with people improve that's the one they thing do. I notice in friends who give up drink mm-hmm. um, whether it be just for the month of January or for longer term I notice my relationship with them getting so much better because people just have um let's be honest, less fights with people and because they're less tetchy. Well, that's true. But there's, there's another angle to that as well. Um, you know, if you feel that you really can only be around someone not sober, for instance, a gang of friends or whatever, particularly conscious of, you know, young people and 22% of young people drink to fit in. So, you know, if you feel that you, you, you really need alcohol to be around or go to certain events or be around certain people, you just might need to take a look at that. Um, and and I agree, you may reduce all those kind of um, connections or, you know, those particular kind of trips out or whatever the, the, the event is, but you have better quality, better quality better friends, quality. better relationships, better connections for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Is it important 
Dervla to tell people what you're doing and why you're doing it? Like, I should you so. make? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, I really do. And I suppose ideally, if you can do it with other people, it's great, right? Because you have that system. sense of support. But even if you're doing it alone. I would tell people because you will get support from people. It also kind of holds you a little bit accountable as well. You know, That's it kind of you, you don't want to tell people I couldn't do it, I couldn't make it. Um, so it's really good for that. But um, no, there's great support in having a network and a community. And you don't even if they're not around you, you know, check in with people online. Lots of online communities out there who are actually taking this initiative on. And, you know, I think that's a really good point because some people don't like telling their mates or their family what they're doing because of a fear of judgment. Whereas if you're able to pop online and get involved in a community where you don't maybe really know anybody personally, you don't feel as judged. Exactly. And if you do have a slip up, it's easier to get back on the wagon. I know there's plenty of really brilliant pages on social media there's Sober Girls Ireland Sober one. Sally's yes they're fantastic uh, Babes Without Beers is another one uh-huh. uh, One Year No Beer is another one like loads of tips and ideas and how to you know successfully socialise without the alcohol so there's loads of resources Absolutely and you know just look up YouTube channels and you'll see a plethora of them really good stories and the, the Hooverman podcast is also brilliant for this gives you really good information in terms of the the health benefits and health effects of alcohol but yeah, yeah lots lots out there so what about people who this is what I've been getting on to because today like I said it's a Thursday first mm-hmm. weekend coming into January what would you say to the people who and they're out there and there's no shame in it there's, no, I, I know we're only four not. days in but there's no shame if you're starting to lose motivation already January drags on and some people might find it a little bit difficult what would you say to people who are losing motivation I would say just remember it's not forever for starters, right? You will do something for a short time that you would never contemplate doing for a long time. So it's only for four weeks. It's not the end of the world. Remind yourself why you're doing it, you know, and and maybe ask yourself, why can't I do it? You know, really? I mean, think of the sense of sovereignty you're going to have over yourself in that no substance is going to have that control over me. You know, that that's that's really important. Remind yourself of the benefits and demystify what you think the benefits of alcohol actually are. And that's really important. And also distract yourself. Plan for this. Plan for the fact that you might lose interest or that you might be tempted, all that kind of thing. So set yourself up to have other activities, you know, lots of other distractions. Distractions are key. I think that's a really good, a really good point to demystify what you think the benefits of alcohol are because there might be some people who we touched on this earlier in the conversation that think oh I'm crap at socialising I need I need that extra confidence boost when I'm out with friends or when I'm seeing people but maybe you're actually really good at it or maybe you're just normal at it and you don't realise because you haven't given yourself the chance to go and do it sober Exactly and I actually was only listening to someone recently who said that it forced him to develop himself socially because he thought he was no good at actually chatting that girl up or whatever and actually he said no actually I am I can do it and once you just kind of do it and practice it gives you better social skills and you get more confidence in yourself then you realise you can do these things without the alcohol what about the pub I think it's important to talk about the pub because some people would say I know a lot of people for example who give up smoking say I have to avoid the pub I can't be there with the people while they're going out to have a smoke is it a place to avoid should you be able to still socialise in a pub without booze it's very personal I mean for okay. some you know if you feel that it's it's too challenging um, you're more inclined to drink if you're in the pub I'd say avoid it for the four weeks 
Again, it's only four weeks. If you um, if you don't have an issue with it, there's lots of alternatives. I mean, the zero alcohol drinks out there are really, really good. Um, you know, so there's lots of options if you're in the pub. If it's an event where you can't avoid it because it's, you know, something you have to go to, or there's going to be alcohol there, plan. Again, plan. Like, plan for how long you're going to stay. Plan for what you're going to drink in advance. Plan your exit. And also, very important, plan to have something really interesting on the next morning that you really want to be at you really want to enjoy or something important you need to do. That you need to have your full wits, full about, wits you. about you. Exactly. Uh, would it be a good idea to track your progress because I think yeah you mentioned I, yeah. the taking a picture thing which I had never really considered before. Mm-hmm. Take I, a picture yeah. at the start of the month and at the end of the month. But see every few like. days even and you'll see you'll actually even see in your face. You'll see the difference. But even more than that I'd say even do a little personal video to yourself. Right. How you're feeling today or I'm feeling bored, or I'm feeling crap, or I'm feeling this quite challenging, or I feel great. I've had a great night's sleep. I really feel I've loads of energy. Just track those things. I mean, honestly, it, it sells itself. I think track how much money you have. How much money, your weight, you know, how much weight you've lost, the money you've saved. And also there's loads of apps out there to help you track as well. There's a myriad of apps out there that will help you track. But it, that is such a huge motivator in and of itself. When you start to see the benefits mm. quite quickly. Just try it. Just exactly. download the app. Try it. Exactly. If, like if you get a craving, because uh, I think it's when the cravings kick in, people don't know how to fight them. Like you say, yes. you're just like, oh, I'd love a beer or I'd love a glass of wine. It's been a really long, hectic day. Back in work after the holidays. What would you suggest people do to get past that bump in the road? Because if they could just get over it. Well, I suppose the first thing to remember is it will pass. Right. So it, it might only take half an hour or an hour, but it will pass. Mm. That's the first thing. Secondly, it's really important to know why you drink. What's that trigger? Is it a time of day? Is it mm, at seven o'clock? I kind of feel I've, you know, I've just come in the door from a busy day, hard work. I deserve a drink. Look at that, because when you know what it is that triggers it, you can you can plan to do something See, about I it. I think some people might be afraid to ask themselves that question. Oh, don't be. Really, I mean, it's it's very personal. It's between you, you and yourself. And everybody who has a drink needs to, you know, just have a look at it. It doesn't mean that you have a serious problem, but it just means you might need to take a look at this, at this pattern. So, for instance, if you feel that, look, at seven o'clock or it's when I put the kids to bed or at seven o'clock in the evening when I come in, have something planned. Take up a class. Do something. Arrange to talk to somebody or arrange to go for a walk around the block with Mary next door or whatever. But just have a plan. A distraction. A distraction, yes. I assume the advice then (laughs) is not to treat February the 1st as an opportunity to basically open the floodgates, go bananas. Of course. And, you know, eh, to be honest, I don't think that really happens because what the research tells us is that, you know, up to after about six months, people tend to drink less overall because they've seen the benefits. So it's almost like people haven't done 31 days are like, do I really want to go and completely ruin it? Because they really feel so good, you know, and look so good. So, um, yes, of course, don't go on an all out binge, but it is it can be a really nice gateway and take stock of what you've achieved, you know, and pat yourself on the back and reward yourself with something else, you know, and maybe a massage or something nice, a treat. Facial, keep exactly. those good good things going. Exactly, exactly. I think I I am um, obviously give, giving up the drink when you get pregnant. And then once I'd had my baby, I didn't want to drink because I'd be thinking to myself, what's the point? I'm going to be up two or three times during the night. I don't want to feel like crap and I need to have my wits about me. And so I kind of ended up just not drinking by default. Now, if I go to have a drink, I will only ever want 
a very small amount, like, uh, and yeah. it would be for an occasion. Yes. Because I just don't think it's worth it. Exactly. But it's only happened when I saw how I felt without it. Exactly. That's why it's really important just to try it over a block of time, small block of time. And you won't there, regret it. Are there instances, Dervla, where people who successfully do complete dry January go on to give up drink completely, like altogether give it up? Invariably, it's the way people kind of start it because they think, well, I just try it for four weeks and then they feel really good. Oh, I might go for two months three months and then it just tends to build kind of like yourself it's only when you see mm. the benefits you kind of go yeah can I be bothered can I be bothered going back to having that downside you know to wasting time to feeling awful so no it's a really good gateway for that and that, that happens quite a bit um, I want to ask as well what would you say to someone who doesn't make it all the way to the end of the month maybe somebody falls off the wagon really quickly this weekend uh, what would you say to them put down the stick you don't need to beat yourself up. I mean, the fact that you've even started it has given you a benefit already. And there's always tomorrow. Like, it's not the end of the world. And, you know, seriously, you even even people who do this on a short-term basis, it's better to do something than nothing at all. You have nothing to lose by doing it. But even, even if you do fall off the wagon, I think, well, then you need to, like you're saying, well, then ask yourself the question. True. Why yeah, did why? I fall off the wagon mm -hmm. so quickly? And have that honest conversation with, with yourself. yourself. And if you feel like you're up to it, maybe sit down with somebody you trust, like a friend or a family member, and chat to them about it. Like, Jesus, listen, I'm after falling off the wagon really quickly there. And you'd be su surprised how people will be supportive, I would think. Absolutely. There's no shame in questioning, you know, your drinking and, and, and looking for better habits. No shame in it at all. And there's a world of support, information, help out there. You know, it doesn't, it, you don't have to label yourself as anything. You just question in your behaviour and you want better habits. And you know what else I think, I think this is really important. If you're not doing it, okay, you're not doing dry January and somebody you know is. Yes. Leave them be. Because I think, and I don't know if this is a uniquely Irish thing, but even I went out a couple of months ago to something where people were drinking and I wasn't, I, I drove and... I can't tell you how many times somebody gave me the eye of pregnant again. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, no, I'm just not drinking. You on antibiotics? Mm -hmm. No, I'm just not drinking. That's like, it's not a big deal. So if you're not doing it, leave them alone. Absolutely leave them alone. It, it, there, is no, there doesn't have to be any hidden mystery to it. They're just not drinking. That's it. Dervla, thanks so much for coming in today and sharing the really good advice. Um, I think people need it. And as we mentioned, there's lots of resources out there. What would be one or two of your top? Well, go to drinkaware.ie because it'll lead you to other things as well. And there's drinks calculator. There's lots of good information there. What's the drinks calculator? Oh, that tells you, you can track your alcohol intake and it can tell you if you're within the, the healthy, low risk weekly guidelines. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, so give you an idea then. Exactly. Of what's so safe. you can see what's safe. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Dervla O'Brien, CEO of Drink Aware, um, and lots of brilliant websites, tons of information, as she said, and resources. All you have to do is click on drinkaware.ie. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.